everyone. It's Nancy Bynum, the host of New Faces of Democracy. There's no new interview this week, but I hope you've had a chance to listen to my most recent interview with Diana Weimar of Tiny Pricks. If you did, it might have been obvious that I've got a real soft spot for creative activism and political protest art. I'm an art history major who then went on to law school, so this kind of thing sits squarely at the intersection of my interests in art and policy. Political art can serve as a mirror that we hold up to society. It can criticize, satirize, galvanize, or help us empathize. And creating that art can help the creator process their own difficult emotions and generally feel better. So this week, I wanted to say a few words about what I'm seeing and hearing related to creative activism during this moment in our history, because there are ways of speaking out that don't involve marching or calling your senator. Of course, protest art has a long history and even was the subject of an exhibition at the Whitney Museum a few years ago. And in the age of Trump, we're witnessing a blossoming of this artistic energy, some of which has been captured in the profiles and interviews I've done on New Faces of Democracy. There's what Diana Weimar is doing with Tiny Pricks, a textile-based public art protest movement. Diana and her community of fellow stitchers embroider Trump's tweets onto textiles, mostly vintage. They pluck his words out of the cold, hard Twitterverse, transform them into an art form that we associate with warmth, humanity, and domesticity, and then give them a new life on Instagram. Diana's huge following there is testimony to the power of these pieces, which are somehow comic and ironic, absurd and disturbing all at the same time. As Diana says, there is a catharsis in sitting with these dark words, preserving them as a material record of this time, transforming them with love and hand-stitching, and then releasing them into the community where they will be honored. This is protest art for the sake of art and protest, with no commercial element. Then there's the kind of creative activism that comes in the form of fashion and accessories, where the proceeds are often donated to nonprofits doing good work to help fight the Republican agenda. Alex Posen, who I spoke to on episode three of the podcast, took the design skills she honed as the creative director of her brother Zach Posen's clothing line and founded Resistance by Design. Resistance by Design allows people to express their political opinions in elegant clothing and accessories that are equally at home in the office or the protest march. And it's not just the wearer who gets the benefits. As Alex says, the process of designing these products is empowering for her and gives her hope for the future. Because of many of Alex's designs are related to world-changing women, a part of their proceeds is donated to organizations that support women's causes. And back in the before times, aka pre-pandemic, I made a few video profiles on this theme. There was Pamela Bell, who's doing something similar to Alex Posen at Prink Shop. Pamela was a founding partner of Kate Spade, and she turned her talent for bold design and marketing to what she calls wear what you care about fashion. Pring shop designs are meant to spark conversation and generate awareness of causes like racial equality and women's rights, and then she donates a portion of the proceeds to related social justice organizations. And finally, there's the video I made of a postcards to voters group. Here, people of all stripes, and usually not artists or designers, write colorful, friendly postcards to help get out the vote for Democrats and races around the country. Here, the emphasis is on activism, but the creative element involving colorful markers serves as a form of art therapy that helps these postcard writers reduce stress and channel their anger into positive action. So political art today is helping people cope, it's raising money, it's inspiring action, and it's chronicling this time in history. If you want to listen to any of these podcasts or watch the profiles, you can easily find them all on my website, newfacesofdemocracy.org. Reach out to me if you know of anyone who'd be good for the podcast. A new face of democracy is someone who's working at the grassroots level to protect our democracy and transform our political landscape. 
And lastly, if you like the podcast, I would love it if you would let others know by rating and reviewing it on Apple Podcasts and subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back next week with a new podcast interview with a new face of democracy. Democracy.